Hey, welcome back to the Work Life Mindset Podcast. My name is Chris, and I'm really excited to come to you today to talk about taking action, more specifically, why we don't take action. And this is really important, particularly if you're not getting the results that you want in your life. Chances are you know what actions you need to be taking. Maybe you know some, maybe you know all, you know, we have role models, we read books, we see things that other people are doing and say, hey, I want, I want to do more of that. Why am I not doing that? Why can I just <clears throat> not find myself able to get up in the morning and do a routine and eat healthy and choose healthy foods or get out and exercise, be present with my loved ones? Why is taking action toward this so difficult? Well, that's what I want to talk to you about today. There are some very common ways, reasons, trips, and triggers that cause us to not take action, okay? The first and probably the most common that I see and that I am still working through is fear, okay? Fear by nature keeps us from taking action. A lot of this is just tied to, again, how the brain has evolved, the one tool the brain evolved to do was keep us alive. And it did this by keeping us safe from perceived threats. Okay. Keyword there being perceived. These are threats that weren't always out in like our way. They weren't happening and had not happened yet, but they were perceived. Like we think something bad is going to happen. So we're going to have some fear around that. And why that sucks is that fear keeps us in this fight, flight, or freeze. And when you're not taking action, you're generally in the freeze, okay? You could also be flight, as in you're running away <laughs> from this one thing. Um, <clears throat> but in general, we're going to fear some kind of sense of judgment, some fear of failure, some fear of rejection or abandonment are real common ones. Sometimes we just fear success. We have some beliefs that are holding us back from actually manifesting the success that we want in life because we're, we're still wearing some of these old beliefs, these limiting beliefs, these dirty t-shirts of stories that were told to us when we were a kid. And we've adopted those and we haven't quite worked through what those look like. So to kind of push back and start taking action through fear, the, the first step is really just to identify what those fears are, right? We got to name it to tame it. We got to better understand that. We got to be able to like do the work and, and go in and, and journal through some of the ways that this fear is still showing up and holding us back, right? Um, another trigger that keeps us from taking action is this concept of perfectionism, Okay perfectionism is just bullshit. It doesn't exist, <laughs> you guys. I mean, it's it's really just a mask we wear to cover up our own insecurities. And <clears throat> if you bring logic into this, you realize that nothing is ever perfect. And or perfect is just a perspective that somebody carries. You might view it as perfect and somebody else might be like, no way is that perfect. Or you might keep telling yourself it's not and somebody else labels it as perfect, right? There is, there is no bar for this. It's kind of invisible. And for that, we're always setting ourselves up for more. We're always on this hedonic treadmill of wanting more and more and more and thinking it could be better and better and better. You know what does exist, though? It's good enough. And feeling that your work, your project, whatever you're putting out there, whatever you're creating 
is good enough, good enough to get out there because at least it gets out there. Perfectionism holds us back and sometimes causes us to not even do things. And you're going to miss 100% of the shots you don't take, right? So this perfectionism is ultimately going to hold you back, not just from taking action at some future point. It might keep you from doing something at all. And what's worse, putting out a book, a blog, a piece of art, something that you created, um, speech, whatever it be, that maybe has some errors and, and could be done better or not putting it out at all, ever. And that knowledge, that impact, that, that drive and, and reason for you even doing that goes unfulfilled. <clears throat> I feel like we just need to be open to releasing things as good enough. I love this concept of everything should be brought to 80% and then sent off, kicked out the door, right? We spend, and I, I, I played with this principle and I've practiced it and um, in this work I do now and other jobs I've done in the past, I've literally logged my time and caught that I spend more than half of my time on a project getting it from 80% to 100%. And generally once that project's out the door, because I worked in seasonal business that next year, I'd take it, pick it up again, and use all the feedback and learnings I got from it being out there for a year to make it even better. So this is also how I can connect that there is no 100% because everything I put out can be better, but it has to get out there so it can get the feedback. Even if it's my own feedback, sometimes I just got to commit to it, put it out there, see it and be like, oh yeah, I could have done that better. I could have done that better. And have that opportunity to do it better. So rather than wasting half of the project life, getting it from 80 to 100%, just kick it out the door. Because that last 20% is going to get played with regardless. I'm going to, in generally, in time, come back and, and dress it up and keep playing with it and keep making it better. And so why, why procrastinate with it? Why let that hold me back from even getting it out there? Um, the perfectionism is, is really going to hit us hard if we don't just recognize that and it's going to hold us back. The, the other one here is this concept of like self-sabotage, right? Which again, comes down to this big belief that we've talked about of self-worth and am I even good enough, right? We somehow believe that we're incapable and unworthy of some of these successes. And when we reach some kind of level, we hit an upper limit. And through our actions, behaviors, usually in the subconscious, we self-sabotage. Again, a lot of this comes back to the way the brain's evolved. It always wants to be solving problems. And the kicker is if there are no problems, it's going to make problems up. And I don't know, maybe you can relate with this. I've seen this happen in relationships. I've seen this happen in small business growth and development. I just experienced it last month where I get to a level and everything's going good, actually. Nothing's really wrong. There's no problems. And for whatever reason, subconsciously, I kind of stopped taking the actions that got me to that point. And where I get like the shiny object syndrome where I'm like, oh, I should try that. Oh, let's do this. And I go without taking the right actions and sometimes no action. I get in this little lull, which is all part of the journey. And I get that. But I get down there and I realize like, wow, I've, you know, I hit an upper limit 
And now I'm just, you know, my brain wants problems to solve. So it's making problems up. It literally is. Everything's going great, but it's going to amplify little small things just to steer your attention because it wants to be busy. It wants to be part of your life. <laughs> you know, if the brain has no problems to solve, it panics because it thinks it's not keeping you alive. Um, it really believes those problems are all primal problems, primal fears that are going to kill us. And that's not true. These are all intellectual fears, right? Fear of judgment, fear of abandonment, fear of rejection, fear of success. Like those are not going to kill us or really even do us body harm, right? They're all intellectual harm, intellectual fears. So recognizing that we just have this tendency to self-sabotage. And again, I've seen it in quite a few relationships of people I've gotten to work with. Um, <clears throat> there is that concept of like honeymoon period, right? Everything's going good. And then that's usually followed by some struggles and some challenges and people get lost in their thoughts. They get lost in their thinking. They start projecting these worst case scenarios, make up all these stories and, you know, they knock themselves down a couple pegs. And again, it's just because we've hit an upper limit. So we feel like we need to make problems and that will hold us back. That will keep us from taking action. So again, let's just be aware of that. Recognize when things are good, that we're going to hit an upper limit problem and we need to be aware of when we're not taking action so we can just get back out there, you know, get off the bench and get back on the court and start taking action. Stop waiting for the confidence to come. The confidence will come but it needs to come with results and we're not going to get results without taking action. We're not going to take action without having positive thoughts and thinking, which we can't have without beliefs. So, you know, we got to be mindful of that belief of, am I good enough? Right. Uh, if we can have an empowering decision that we are good enough and we can get this stuff done, we're going to have the right thinking that leads to the right actions that leads to the right results. Um, Another trigger and way that I've used to always hold myself down and talking to people, I think this is really common, is this concept of overthinking overwhelm. Um, we tend to stay busy, but not productive, right? We're kind of almost taking 20 steps and, you know, or a step in like 20 different directions rather than 20 steps in one direction. We don't really focus in on the gritty of what's, what's really important. Maybe we're getting hung up in what's urgent. Um, or maybe we just think like we have to have all the answers. You know, this happens a lot with, with research papers and writing and, and coursing and instructing. I do a lot of this instruction and um, this will get me every time. I'm like, oh, there's more knowledge. There's more information. I should keep going. I should keep consuming more and more and more. And I end up doing nothing but consuming and I'm not creating. And really, there's so much power in creating and learning by teaching others. So just being, you know, aware when you're <clears throat> so overwhelmed because you're so overthinking. And let's just simplify that. You know, a good way to deal with that is to make a plan and make a timeline and hold yourself accountable to stick to that timeline. Make it a rigid timeline. And again, be okay with things not being perfect, just getting them out there because we need that feedback to make it better, okay? It's about progress, not perfection. Um, another way that this happens isn't even like an intellectual thing. It's a physical thing, right? This is just exhaustion. 
sometimes I find I'm having a hard time getting going and I'll always be like, God, am I like procrastinating? What's the fear here? What's going on? What are the void? What am I telling myself? And I come to realize like, (laughs) wait, my mind and body are talking to me. I'm just not listening. Okay. This is a physical thing. I'm not being lazy. I'm actually just physically tired. Like I have the brain fog. I have a hard time with my eyes staying open. The mental clarity is just not there. Like, oh, you know, and this is awesome because this is the easiest to fix. Like go get some rest, make space for recovery. Make sure that you're not really trying to work or create or be in flow for more than 45 minutes or half an hour at a time without little micro breaks. Get yourself outside, get some sun, get some light get recovery time. We all need to make space to recover, not just from work, but from people. We need to recover from sleep. We need to recover from activity and exercise. We need to recover from food. Probably most importantly, we need to recover from technology. So if we're not making a plan to recover from all these things, it's going to catch up to us. We're going to feel the burnout, right? So just recognizing exhaustion is another trigger. I actually am very excited when I come across exhaustion because I, I know exactly how to take that on. And I can take that on real quickly with rest and recovery. Some of the other ones, the self-sabotage, the wanting to be perfect, the overthinking overwhelm, those take a little bit more work. You know, they take a, a really keen awareness And often then you got to, you know, journal through some of this stuff and and go back to the drawing board. Like, what tasks am I doing just to stay busy, but they're not really productive? Um, Maybe I'm taking action, but I'm not taking the right action. And again, bringing it all back, like, don't wait and expect, you know, that confidence to take you into taking action. We have to just get off the bench and go. We have to do this. We have to take action to get results. And from results, we will get the confidence to do this. So that's what I have for you today. Um, Please make space to recognize when you're putting off work, when you're procrastinating, or when you're just not taking action, especially when you know the actions that you need to take and see if you can name it to tame it. Is it one of those fears, fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of abandonment or judgment, um, fear of success. You know, those are the most common that I've seen. And I still have to work through those on a pretty regular basis. And I just have good questions that I keep asking myself of of how to push past that. Um, We'll go deeper into the fear in the next episode. So take a look at that. And don't forget to um, follow us on at Work Life Mindset on Instagram. Uh, If you really like this content, you can find a lot more of it in the Work-Life Mindset Facebook group. And finally, for everybody to check out, if you're you're really struggling with taking action and procrastination, we've put together a phenomenal time management course, okay? This is all about getting off your butt and taking action. We show tools and strategies. I have exercises in there, journal prompts everything you need to do to really structure out your day based on your values, based on living to the highest version of yourself and how to get out there and experiment with this stuff and bring intention by mapping out your day. So if you're curious to hear more about that, that's on the website, worklifemindset.com. Again, that's the time management course. Check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it. 
Thank you so much for taking the time with me today. Have a beautiful rest of your day.